Come gather ye friends round your flickering campfires and listen to tales of heroes, dragons, and administration nightmares from the worn pages of history. Set aside your jingoistic fervour and hearken ye well to the voices of your storytellers. I am the Pear Bear, and I've crossed the desert for miles. I am Bob-Bob, and I've swam water for time. Tombo here, searching places to find. And I am a piece of something to call mine. Bilbo, to my friends. And here we are, chaps, heading into yet another trilogy. What are we getting ourselves into this week, Bilbo? Well, Peabody, we're doing the Saints. All Saints? he asked hopefully. Come on, mate. The Southampton, starting eleven, he asked hopefully. Um... I mean, as long as you call me Greavesy and buy me dinner, Bilbo. Well, that was one for the kids. Are you all feeling okay? I've been smelling sulphur for the last 20 minutes. And I'm dying for a Fanta. Listen, stop this silliness. 2020 has obviously taken a toll, and it's starting to have a detrimental effect on us as human beings. By the maker, I need a drink. I told you, Fanta. No. San Pellegrino Lemonata for me, Bilbo. No. Shut up, Bob Bob. Yeesh, what a drama llama. I'll get it. Strange. Pear Bear's unusually energetic. He never answers the door. Got delivery here for, uh, Silly Estrabore show? Sorry, don't know who that is. Thank you, bye. Hold on, young man, hold on. Uh, let, let me just get my glasses. I'm sure I've got the right address here. Sorry, this is uh, number one well-trodden road. That it be. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, my apologies. I uh, probably must have been pronouncing it all wrong. Uh, I'll try try it again. Delivery for the Silly History Boys show. (laughs) Ah, yes, right you are. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. Quite all right. It always looks a bit strange when written down. Have a nice day, friend. Is that our throw for the chaise lol? (laughs) Ha ha! No, Bobster. It's a mystery package. Oh, I love a mystery. Have at it. Turns out we only have Fanta, Bob Bob. But I didn't bring it because you're really getting on my nerves today. Here you go, Tom, but. Oh. Oh, what's that smell? It's like burning hair and shame. Welcome, Bilbo. Uncle. Bilbo. Everything okay, lads? Um. Well, what I was saying about 2020 having an effect on us as friends. What? I didn't mean it. I was just blowing off steam. We need to watch out for each other, you know? Yes. We should. Watch. Out. Watch. Over. Each other. 
This is when you need a special group. A special someone. To watch over you. Keep you on the straight and narrow. What is this? This is the saints. God's grasses. Nirvana knocks. What you got there, Pear Bear? Clutching it pretty tight, old boy. But where can I find such an individual who has suffered just the right amount? And how do you know who's right for me? I hear you ask, Bilbo. I didn't ask. And you're sweating pretty hard there, Bob-Bob. Oh, uh, well, it's funny. You should ask. I didn't. It's next level spooky that you asked, if you ask me. For we have received a message from God free. You what? The bus driver from the Hop On Hop Off tours, who's always inviting us to his Ouija Zoom hangouts. The one and the same, but he's on teams. Okay, cool. Well, wait, you didn't accept the invite, did you? He's been channeling this DVD. DVD? Seriously? It's 2020, and I know it's been an awful year, but we don't need to do this to ourselves. Silence, you weak collection of skin and thinning hair. That's a bit strong, Bob-Bob. In this medium, I can be as follically robust as the mums need me to be. Who said medium? He did. Burn them out. No, I was just reacting to Bob-Bob ragging on my... Listen, it doesn't matter. I was just having some, some bants with the whole DVD thing. Who are you to deny the 4.7 gigabyte single-sided, single-layer message of Godfrey? Who am I indeed? Right, well, this has been super cool, lads. But it is cool. So very cool. So cool it's hot like the sweet breakout room of the Dark Master. Shh. The sweetness of everlasting comfort and security that only a saint's watchful gaze can provide. It's time to choose, Bilbo. Choose. Put it in. Excuse me, what? The DVD. Oh, thank God. You will be thankful, for you will be saved, Bilbo. Turn your back on your ways. And prepare to open your mind. Welcome to M&L Management. We here at M&L provide representation for some of the finest myths and legends to have been born, walked, and die heroically throughout the ages. Are you lost in life, feeling out of touch? Well, we are the leading link provider in your area. Inspirational empowerment? Of course. Saintly guidance? Let's go. For our books are currently open, and we are welcoming interest from fresh saintly clients right now. Open to all applications, no matter your era, gender, or grounding in reality. We have special discounted rates for those looking to reinvent themselves. Lapsed deity? No problem. Secret Nazi? <laughs> okay. Toppled statue? We'll work on that. If you're looking for a career boost, a comeback, or just a change of pace, why not consider M&L Management? You want the truth? We can handle your truth.
Greg! Greg! Gregory! Gregory, I want you! You hollered, Mitch! Nazis, Greg! Tories, Mitch! I should warn you, I'm excellent at these word association games. No, silly. We're getting nothing but fascist applications, looking for a bump in their reach and visibility. I see. Well, they're pretty hot right now, thanks to the morons, so I can see why they're applying. But we can't be seen to be getting into bed with just anyone now, can we? Even if they have lots and lots of lovely money? Mitch. I know, I know, but hear me out on this. What if we put real time and effort into more, let's frame it as local talent? Really push them. And if they turn out to be, you know, a bit alternative. Yes? Sorry, I, I was thinking of the lovely money again. You know what, Mitch? I wasn't going to bring this up until our confab and cappuccino morning. Every morning is a conflabuccino morning with you, Greg. Justify, old pal of mine. Anyway, all your talk of local talent. Well, there's this guy. I see him down the bus station doing a bit of fallen saint mythos for the 9.20am City Zap bus queue. Strong whiffs of the alt-right wrong about him? By no means. If anything, he's soft-centric. Great. Get him in. Great. Confabuccino? Always. Have a seat, and thanks for coming, George. Ha. Huh. It's Georgius. My apologies. Georgius. Georgius. Do you have a surname? Just Georgius, I'm afraid. Excellent. A one-name legend like Prince Pele or Darius. Ah, Darius the Great? Um, sure, why not? He definitely thought he was great. Hmm, a bit too warlordy for my liking. I'm not sure we're talking about the same Darius. <laughs> if we could just steer this back to you, Georges, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, firstly, I am honoured and quite taken aback that you want to celebrate a, a humble servant such as myself. Servant? You already have representation. Though you could say the Almighty represents me. Oh, God. Yes, him. Perhaps we should just... Gather round, one and all, for I have a tale to tell you. Too late. We're locked in like the 9.20am zap queue. A fine tale. A noble tale. The tale of honesty and of hard work. The tale of staying true to your convictions, whatever the cost may be. Georges, if I could interject... I was born... Rather a long time ago. 270 AD, to be perfectly vague with you. My father was a famous Roman soldier, and my mother came from a very proud and noble family. Georges! Hang on, Greg. Let's see how noble his bank account is. This noble birthright would not fill me with arrogance, for, incidentally, Georgis means nothing but worker of the land. Oh, never mind. An honest vocation, I'm sure you'll agree. Be it by plough or by hoe, by rake or by spade, I can honestly say with hand on heart that I owe my life to the Almighty. So much so, I would bless this meeting by giving thanks. Oh, there's no need to kneel here, Georges. We have a dedicated faith room just down the way. <laughs> George, old boy, you can do this. Boring! This guy is boring, lads. You're backing the wrong horse here. Welcome, friend. May I offer you an introduction to these fine gentlemen here? I'm sure you'll find them most amenable. 
Why are you on your knees? In the hope that this interview runs smoothly and to time. I was about to lead us all in a prayer. Prayer? Who the devil are you? I am the one, the only, St. George. But you may call me Gorgeous George, or if we're really close, George the Gorge. Yes, St. George, slayer of dragons, serial wedder of princesses, an all-round ruddy good chap. There are two of them? And why on earth are you here? For the interview. Well, it's good to meet you. I'm Greg and this is Mitch, but I have to tell you that we're seeing Georges today. What can I say, men? I sometimes get his mail. Thought I'd save you a phone call and pop the old moneymaker in. What is your name, stout fellow? Stout? Mine's a lager top, you flapping idiot. My name is George. Are you deaf? Oh, how serendipitous. For my name is Georgis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you, Jeff. Ha <laughs> no. Uh, Georgis, meaning worker of the land. Work? Ugh. Now, lads, let's get down to the bubba basics. You know who I am. You know what I do. And what's your trade? Dragon slayer, you prostrate buffoon. Have you never heard of the legend of St. George? Legend? Now, let me see. Um, as in... A very old story from ancient times, not always true, that people tell about a famous event or person. No, you pious fool! Legend is in totally true story, and if you say it isn't, I'll just keep shouting till you shut up! Good. You see, I've got a bit of a PR problemo, fellas. Most of my followers seem to be, well... Fascists? Unable to behave themselves on away days in mainland Europe? I was going to say... complicated? Well, it's no small task. I'd say a mammoth task. Mammoth? A giant woolly creature, now extinct. Hard to slay, I expect. Like a dragon. And how does one slay a dragon? It's not a beast that I know of. Gather round, for I have a tale to tell you. A fine tale, a noble tale, a tale of such truthful valour and jiggery-pokery that your eyeballs will pop from their sockets. That's how wide-eyed you'll be at my tale. And what a tale it is. Oh, you've never heard such a tale as this. The taliest of tales. All other tales pale in the face of my tale. I, St. George, was born in England Oh, in the- uh, sorry... Um, yeah, please do excuse the interruption, friend, but you see, you weren't. Uh, We weren't. What? Neither one of us was born in England. Oh, hello. This has taken an interesting turn. But I've been telling everyone that for years. Patron saint of England. I even shout it. I shout it all the time. We were born in Turkey (sighs) or Israel. Modern-day Turkey, or Israel, of course. And we are of Greek and Palestinian Uh, origin. Wow, this'll be a tough sell to his complicated lot. Oh, oh no. I don't think any of those places are going to go down well with my fan club. Yes, fan club. For the low, low price of $9.99 a month, you'll get a dragon head pencil sharpener, a St. George sword letter opener, and a personalised message from me telling you to go home if you're not from England. 
and it turns out I'm not even English. Oh, the disgrace. The public shame. Oh, my God. Well, that's not very Christian. It's not very what, Johnny? And my name's George, not Christian. No, my my hard-of-hearing companion. Um, Christian, meaning follower of Christ. Oh, yeah, that was totally going to be my next guess. We were born and raised Christian in the Roman Empire during the late 3rd century. Christ! Yes, that's the one. No, I mean, your mother and father raised you Christian in the Roman Empire? What an irresponsible pair! Yes, it could be argued that way. Christians did have a habit of being thrown to the lions. <laughs> now that sounds like a horribly violent cliché that my fan club could really get on board with. Let me write this down. Nothing like a good bit of disgusting violence flying under the banner of St George. Uh, but not all Christians were fed to lions. Don't care, Jerry. Oh, I do. I'm sort of into this now, Mr George. Well, some were burned. Some were stoned. Damn liberal agenda. Some were tied to posts uh, and then crushed by stampeding horses. Yeah, I love a Saturday night in town. I unfortunately knew a Christian who was placed in a human-sized frying pan and he was sizzled to death. Well, if you don't like frying meat, you'll get a letter from my boys. Your boys in Turkey? <laughs> don't write that down. But surely it's your responsibility as their saint to have them listen to you. Your deeds serving as an example to follow. Uh, yeah, sure, totes. Uh, more like an example of what to do if a dragon gets all up in your grill. Ah, mm. oh, great cappuccino. Local beans, I assume. No, my overblown namesake. Through your deeds and your own education. Education? I think it was said best by Publius Cyrus. <laughs> Cyrus. This first name's Don't write that down, Mitch. Publius Cyrus, a Syrian Roman writer, said, It is only the ignorant who despise education. Right, that's it. I've had enough of your subversive agenda and your bang-on-the-money quotes. If you're not careful, you're going to end up like that dragon. A fantastical and apocryphal beast. Speak English, Professor. Made up and not at all real animal. What? No way. How can it be made up when I've spent my whole life shouting about it? Ah, well, Mr. Gorge, according to this quick Google search, where's that tab? Ah, yes. Even the church agrees it's not true. Pope Galatius Galis. Pope, the Pope at the time said that your actions were known only to God. Oh, yes. Well, all who are present will know this action. Come here, you unpatriotic traitor. Stop, good sir. First, I must purify myself before the Lord. Ah! Ah! Wow, he's a fast kneeler. Oh, my, oh, my back. No, 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 don't, don't look at me. A man in sandals has bested me. Oh, sandals. Now, now. No need for tears, my well-set saint. You tried your best, and even though you didn't win through, you fought on until the end. Well, it was one wild lunge, if we're being honest. Oh, Jeremy, my story is done. My deeds are bogus. My bounty, imaginary. How can I hold my head high? 
as the patron saint of England. Oh, I am sure your other countries over which you hold patronage will still love you. Really? You think so? Oh, yes. Portugal, uh, Malta, Ethiopia, uh, Georgia, uh, the Palestinian uh, territories, uh, Serbia, uh, Lithuania. Sweet. Well, they won't That's, have a bad no. word to say about you. Oh, <laughs> kill me now. Fine. I tell you what. If I and the fine folks here at M&L Management tell your tale, you know, your <clears throat> true tale, dragon and all... Will you at least show the tiniest bit of respect and compassion to others, even if they're not like you? Why don't they like me? I mean, even if they don't see the way you do. How could they see like me? I can barely see through my own tears. <sighs> Come on. The healthy thing to do is to slay these emotions like a liberal dragon and rock them up. Throw away the key. Ah, ah, now, did someone say something about the true tale of St. George and the dragon? Oh, Lord, please give me strength. I'll go halves, he's on a prayer with you. I think he's proposing a by-the-seat-of-the-pants improv throwdown. Oh, God, not like this, not like this. It's okay, chaps, I got this. We'll be playing in the key of awesome, follow me for the changes. Got my improv box of girly wigs. Bad flags and the big book of continental accents never fails. MNL chaps, you're on sound effects. What? But I. Just use your mouths. If in doubt, it's Rule Britannia until they leave. I, St. George, traveled for many months by land and sea. <laughs> Good boys, good, until I came to the land of Libya. Here I met a poor hermit who told me that everyone in the land was in great distress. For a dragon had long ravaged the country. You, Lesser George, I need an old hermit. Yeah, you look poor and smelly and like you don't have any friends. I said, show respect. Yeah, 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 and see through others' eyes. If you want to see through your eyes, say the line. Every day. Oh, for the love of... Said the old man. He demands a sacrifice. Better. Of a beautiful maiden. And now all the young girls have been killed. <gasps> the young daughter alone remains. And unless we can find a knight who can slay the dragon, she will be sacrificed tomorrow. The king of Egypt will give his only daughter in marriage to the champion who overcomes this terrible monster. Marriage, you say? Is she fit? It's the king's daughter, man. Does it matter? Of course. Thanks, Rich. Knew I made the right call on this agency. My kind of guys. High five. Yeah, boy. We really need to have a chat after this, Mitch. Get on with it, Mr. Gorge. When I heard this story, I was determined to try and save the princess. So I rested that night in the hermit's hut. I'm sure he didn't mind. And at daybreak, I set out towards the valley where the dragon lived. When I drew near, 
Whoa, Nelly. I saw a little procession of women. Headed by a... Oh, thank the maker, a beautiful girl dressed in pure Arabian silk. Boom! The Princess Sabra was indeed fit, so I can now associate her fitness with her worthiness. Oh, Lord, how did we get to this? I should really lock my bins. I sometimes get his mail, indeed. I could see that Sabra was being led by her attendants to the place of her death. I spurred my horse and overtook the ladies. Onwards, Nelly, on! I comforted them with brave words. <coughs> Shut up and listen to me. Luckily, I didn't have to shout. I persuaded the princess to return to the palace and gave her a parting gift to remember me by. Right, now I need a princess. Someone quiet and demure. Someone who believes in never rocking the boat. Why are you looking at me, Mitch? Get on with it, Mr. Gorge, and don't try the whole man in a dress is the cornerstone of British comedy, ergo British culture in all its forms. Are you attacking my culture? Don't take away his racist telly. He's just saying what everybody's thinking. You have five minutes, Mr. Gorge. Fine. Then I entered the valley. You see, this... Is the problem, Georgina. What's that then, my gammony chum? Uh, you say dragons are not real, but we can really do with a dragon right now. Well done. Well done for ruining my story and my big interview. No, no, no. Hand in your club card and pencil sharpener on the way out. Well, perhaps we could pretend, my boorish knight? You mean, if I believe, if we really believe, then dragons could exist. Isn't that fairies? Yeah, like those champagne socialists trying to take away my telly. What on earth is wrong with you? I don't know. All well, the shouting has broken me. Yes, that's it. If we believe in dragons, they'll really exist. A huge, terrifying macho dragon. A dragon's dragon who does things properly. The Frank Lampard of dragons. Ah, oh, a dragon without a flicker of emotion. A flicker of imagination. A flicker of... Raw. Oh, come Stop getting dragons wrong! Well, how does one interpret a mythical creature? By respecting others' beliefs. God! Rah! I'm a dragoon. Check out me sick burn. Rah! Better? Right, that's it. The dragon I faced was mighty. So the only way justice will be done is if the slayer becomes the slain. Now this will be difficult for you, Hiros. But you have to be St. George. Well, uh, I'll try my best. Right, put this on. Oh, it's like you're wearing Daddy's suit. Are you going to work like Daddy? It's quite beefy in here. Oh, it, it's super cute. You want to be like Daddy when you grow up? Eh? Hold this. What is it? It's your mighty weapon. By the heavens, you're bad at this, Gary. I'll get into the swing. My word, this armour is roomy. Silence. We're through the looking glass here, people. As soon as the dragon saw St. George, it rushed from its cave. 
roaring with a sound louder than thunder. Its head was immense and its tail fifty feet long. But St. George was not afraid. He struck the monster with his sword, hoping he would wound it. The dragon's scales were so hard that the sword broke into a thousand pieces. And St. George fell from his horse. Fortunately, he rolled under an orange tree. How convenient. Oh, shut your face, tree hugger, says the man who suckles from an orange tree. I'm confused, and I I, I can't be sure you're not questioning my manliness, so I'm going to ignore you and press on. The dragon was patient and waited. Fortunately, the orange tree under which St. George rolled was enchanted, and against which poison could not prevail, so that the venomous dragon was unable to hurt him. Within a few moments, he had recovered his strength. And bosom. Yes, he was able to fight again. <laughs> he smote the beast with his sword. Shit him! My word, I, I feel my veins throbbing with testosterone. <laughs> but the dragon poured poison on him. <laughs> and his armor split in twain. <gasps> Once more, he refreshed himself from the orange tree. In a totally straight-as-an-arrow kind of way. Now's probably not a great time to mention this, but I find your suckling weak and deeply confusing. Fine. Well, you're on your own there, big man. Like a lone wolf in a nest of commie vipers, surviving on his wits and cunning alone. Tick-tock, Mr. Gorge. And then, with his sword in his hand, he rushed at the dragon and pierced it under the wing where there were no scales, so that it fell dead at his feet. Well? Well what? Rush the dragon and stab it like you're stabbing at an olive, you lefty coward. I haven't actually got a sword, just this screwdriver you were waving around. If the cops find it on you, you just lie and say you've come from work. Visible wink. Okie dokie. Yeah! You stabbed me! Can't believe you. Did exactly what I shouted at you to do. Just, okay, just wait one second. Traitor, backstabber, rule Britannia. Oh, Lordy, what a mess! Is he? Oh, my, no. We have lost a stand up, gent. There we go, gentlemen. I, the real St. George, slayed. The legend. Don't be fooled by all the glitzy glamour and all of that shouting. No, be true to yourself and slay your own dragon in whatever form that may come. Yikes, that's what you're signing off with? Never mind, leave that with us, Georges. 
In these turbulent modern times, I think we could do with a more compassionate patron saint. I think we can work with you, St. George. What do you say, Mitch? Dunkirk spirit! We'll get back to you. You want the truth? We can handle your truth. Guys? Hello, guys? It puts the Fanta on its skin, or it gets that podcast again. No, please. I'll do anything. Choose. Y- yes, yes. What, what, what am I choosing? Your guide. But, I, I thought... You thought what? Well, I, I thought George's. He was so pious about the Lord Almighty. Is that the saint you'd have me choose? No. Choose. Choose! What? The, not the other one. Surely that's... What, that's, that, that's rampant selfishness. Greed. Avarice. Surely that's more akin to... Silence, you flabby bundle of shame and free bentos pies. Oh, Godfrey. To hell with you and your team session. Choose. Choose. Tell a friend and share on social media. I can't. I won't. Choose. Choose. <laughs> oh, the humanity. What have I done? Choose, you silly history boy. For if you don't, you will be... Sorry! St. George's Cross was written and presented by the Silly History Boys. Greg and Sweet Mouth sound effects were played by Stu the Pear Bear Perry. Mitch and More Killer Mouth sound effects were played by Dear Rob Uncle Bob Bob Bond. Georges was played by Tom Tombo Fermor. And Gorgeous George was played by me, Will Uncle Bilbo Tristram. Music and sound effects provided by the lovely rights-free angels at zapsplat.com. Additional music by John Bartman and Funny the Jester. As always, the title music was plucked forth by Lord Fastfingers. The booing is provided by the demons of our lives that we cannot exercise, otherwise known as our friends and family. Now, if you're not offended by today's episode, please do tell a friend or share the show. Why not give us a review on your chosen platform? I'm an Apple man, until I drop my phone anyway. So, see you on there maybe. Okay, bye! a car. Stop being a car outside. Trying to record. Sorry about this. Well, hopefully that's not picking up. Anyway, more screaming. Ah! Woo! Ah!